Hello, and welcome to podcast number four of Safe Dividend Investing. I'm Ian Duncan McDonald, author of Safer, Better Dividend Investing. In the first podcast, we reviewed why for maximum gain and safety, it was important to become a self-directed investor. In the second podcast, we discussed the importance of using stock scoring software to choose the safest stocks with the greatest potential for both a reliable dividend income and maximum capital gain. In the third podcast, we look at the main information items that form the data matrix for the stock scoring software. Today, we are going to explore how to reduce the 14,500 stocks available on all the exchanges in North America to 50, from which you then can select the 20 best dividend stocks to add to your portfolio. In this broadcast, we take what we have learned and apply it. However, before you can apply it, you first have to open a self-directed trading account with a financial institution. If you put self-directed trading service into a Google search, you're going to be presented with a wide selection of institutions offering online equity trading or best online trading platforms. Where would I first look for a vendor if I were you? If I now dealt with a major bank, they are sure to be offering self-directed trading. That is where I would start. Since you already have a checking account with them, you should be able to set up your self-directed trading account online within a few minutes. This skips all the verification of your identity that is required in setting up a trading account. It can also save you having to physically go into the financial institution. As well, it shields you from the institution's investment advisors who will try to redirect you from a self-directed trading account to a full-service trading account. This is where they can grab 2 to 4% of your portfolio every year. The initial money you put in your new stock trading account can now be instantly transferred from your checking account. It also becomes easy to later transfer your monthly dividend payments from your self-directed account to your checking account. If you have any questions while setting up your self-directed account, a major bank will often have staff that you can phone and ask for help. It is critical that your trading account give you access to all the free research information you need to score your stocks and to easily search the stock markets for stocks you can consider for your portfolio. Some institutions charge as much as $9.99 for every purchase or sale that you make through their stock trading system. Some will promote that they do it for free but beware, 
there is no free lunch in life. There will be hidden charges and complications like minimum order charges, inactivity fees, bundling, and other fees you might be paying. Read the fine print in their contracts so there will be no surprises. I pay the $9.90 rate. To me, it is an inconsequential amount because I rarely buy or sell a stock. What I appreciate is that my vendor's system is easy, fast, and generous in the stock information I need, and it does exactly what I expect it to do, with no surprises. It is important that when you are gathering information for scoring stocks, you always use the same source of data. I have found that while you would think all the critical information on a stock should be the same, no matter from what system you retrieve it, it isn't. For the stock scoring system to work consistently, the information needs to be consistent. The following may be hard for you to visualize. I hope at least it gives you the idea of what is involved in buying your own stocks and that you can do it yourself. When you're ready to do your first search for your stocks, you should be able to click on a heading that says something like tools. Since I do not know what stock data service you are using, I will use the headings that I use and hope that they are similar to the ones that you would be using. When you click on tools, a heading should appear called screeners. Clicking on it should bring you to the screener stocks. Here you, you indicate you are searching for a stock by clicking on the heading stocks. Below stocks is a two-line heading. Pick your strategy and follow along easily, it says. Below that would be a box with the heading Add New. Click on that Add New. It takes you to the selection criteria screen where you will custom build your stock search criteria engine. Below that, it would be reading Select Criteria to begin screening. A box beneath that states Enter search keyword. And in a menu below this are suggested search criteria for you to choose from. Click on the one that may say popular. Up will come a list of possible criteria that you will use to search the data available on the 14,500 stocks in North America. The first one on this popular list is stock price. As soon as you click on stock price, a graph appears. As you move the marker on the price graph to the left towards min, which stands for minimum, the minimum price you'll be searching for goes down. When you go to the other end of this graph and you move that marker to the right towards max, which stands for maximum, the stock price you will consider in your search goes up. 
At each end of the price graph are two white boxes. At the right, under the headings Matches, appears a number. It is the total number of North American stocks available for you to buy for your portfolio when you start doing this. If you put your cursor on the min marker and slide it to the right, you will see numbers appearing in the box where the word min was appearing. This is setting the minimum price that you want to include in your search for a stock. If you go to the other end of the graph and move the white box to the left, you will see another number appear in a box under max. This is putting a top limit on the price you will set to search for your stocks. If you set the minimum price as close as you can get it to $2 and leave the maximum price marker at max, you will see under matches that the large number has shrunk by thousands of available stocks. If you are investing 5% of your money in any one stock, the stock price limit helps you control how many shares you're going to buy. You can also adjust the max marker so you can reduce the number of the more expensive stocks to consider. Ideally, you only want to have to analyze and score as few stocks as possible in your search for the 20 best to add to your portfolio. To end up with 50 stocks to score and analyze is a reasonable number. You can use other selectors to bring the numbers down to 50. For example, you can use the dividend yield selector. You move the marker on that graph just as you did with the price graph. I know from having scored all the high dividend stocks in North America from my book, Better Safer Dividend Investing, that using a low selector of seven and a high selector of nine should bring the number of good stocks to consider down to about 50. Going higher than nine is going to bring you up many stocks whose scores will not be high enough for you to want to add to your portfolio. Another criteria that can be used to reduce the number of stocks to a manageable number is the volume selector. Stocks whose average volume of shares traded in a day that fall below 50,000 are less desirable than those whose volumes are higher. If after scoring the 50, you do not see 20 that you want to add to your portfolio, then go back to the grass, which you can store, and adjust the criteria to provide additional stocks to analyze. Of course, the real shortcut is to go to my book, Safer, Better, Dividend Investing, and use the charts there. I have sorted 829 of the highest scoring stocks in North America and provided the results sorted by score, share price, and dividend percent. It makes creating your portfolio easier and faster. Just make sure you rescore the final 20 you have picked from the charts in the book before buying them. While significant changes in the score are unlikely, it can happen.
Your investment dealer's computer system should make it as easy to order the stocks you have chosen to buy. Their system has several double checks built into it, so it is almost impossible to order the wrong stock in the wrong quantity at the wrong price. In your trading account, you'll find a heading that says Trading. When you click on Trading, it brings up another screen with the following heading, Buy, Sell. When you click on Buy, Sell, this brings up several choices of different kinds of investments you could buy. Since you are buying a stock, you click on Stocks. This order screen now appears. There will be a pane next to the heading of Symbol or Name. Here, you enter the stock symbol or the full name of the company whose stock you wish to buy. As you begin to enter the stock symbol in capital letters, the computer system begins to anticipate your choice and will display the symbol that you think that they think you are entering. Multiple choices of what you are looking for could be displayed. When you see the symbol you want, click on it and it will immediately appear in the pane. Next is a heading labeled Action with two options, Buy, Sell. Since you are buying, you click on Buy. To the right of the Buy option, the label Quantity appears. Beside it is a pane for entering the number of shares that you wish to buy of the stock. To buy stocks, you must first have transferred enough money to pay for them from your checking account to your trading account. The amount you have available will appear. The system will not allow you to order more stocks than you have the cash to pay for. A price heading will appear with several options. The default option price is market. If you click on market, the computer system will automatically choose the price for you based on the current market price being offered. I never choose the market price because the price could have moved significantly in the few seconds it would take to enter your price. You do not want to be surprised that you have paid more for the stock than you expected. Always choose the heading limit so that you can set the price you're willing to pay for the stock. Usually, I initially bid well below the market price, just to see what will happen. If I get the stock at a lower price, I've saved a little money. If I do not get it, then I can gradually increase my bid price until the bid is accepted by a seller. If you put in a bid higher than the current price, the stock exchange system should warn you before processing your order. If you put in a large order of shares, they may not all be bought at the same time. It could take several days to fulfill the number of shares you requested. If the share price you should, should drop during this delay, you'll automatically get the remaining shares at the lower price. The heading Good Till lets you put a limit on how long you want to keep your buy bid open. The default option is a day.
If you click on a day, your bid is only going to be good for that day. Another option is specify. If you click on specify, it takes you to a calendar where you can click on a date where you will bid and it will stay open until that date. Since you are buying stocks with the intention of holding them forever, the matter of saving a few cents and buying a stock is almost irrelevant. You're not a day trader trying to make money on the price swings of a stock that you might hold for only a few hours. Never get caught up in the unreasonable fear that if you do not get this stock today, that that price is going to escalate and you will never again be able to buy it at this price. Share prices never move in a straight line. They go up and then they go down. Be patient. Since you loaded in all the information you need to acquire your stock, you will now be asked to enter your password into a panel. You next click on Preview Order. A screen with a summary of what you have ordered appears along with other useful data. For example, you can see the current highest buyer's bid price for the stock and the seller's ask price bid. You can see how many lots of the stock are now being offered. The open price appears, which is what first traded that morning when the stock market opened. The volume headings let you see how many shares have been traded that day. You could be, it could be thousands, hundreds of thousands, even millions of shares. The last step is to click on Confirm Order. The details of your order are confirmed. If it is, you now click on the Go to Order Status button. The system takes you to another screen where a summary of the order appears with the heading Status. If it says Open, your bid was not high enough and has not yet been accepted. If it shows Filled, your bid was accepted by a seller and you are now a true capitalist. Your purchase of the shares for this one company is now complete. You repeat the procedure with the remaining shares. In the next two podcasts, number five and six, I will be discussing other investments. These would be preferred shares, savings accounts, mutual funds, ETFs, real estate, hedge funds, and collectibles. Collectibles like art and coins. Please visit my website www.informus.ca for more investment information.